Attack on Titan is just one of the best animes that I can't forget it in my lifetime. Yeah? I can't forget Attack on Titan. <laughs> is it Attack on Titan? So it's like Shingeki no Kyojin. Let's just go with Shingeki no Kyojin. So welcome to today's episode of Blackway Podcast. And today we are going to be taking a look at episode 86 of Attack on Titan. So we begin the episode with where we left off. We have the transformation scene of the Amor Titan and the female Titan. And we pan out to see um, Onya Kopun, the cat Titan, just observing. And Yelena saying to Captain Levino, no matter what, the violence doesn't go out of humans. So it's just sad to see these guys fighting each other. Like knowing that these guys are your comrades. Like they are both wearing the emblems, the wings of freedom, and they are butchering each other. <laughs> by the way, this is the best episode of Attack on Titan by far. I th- it's just crazy for you to see an episode that tops an episode that I think was the best episode. Because when you look at other shows, you can see one fight scene, you move to another fight. You know, there's just this high and low of storytelling and... You know, you might have some arc, you say, okay, this is a good arc. And this one, you say, this is a bad arc. Or it didn't really stick well like previous arcs. But for Attack on Titan, it's like with each season, it keeps getting better and better and better. And today's episode was just, it blew my mind. It just blew my mind. I was speechless. Like, I was just surprised that I was watching this level of fight in Attack on Titan. So... Um, let me just bring us back to the episode. After the whole scene um, from Levi there, we see the dead comrades, everybody corny pointing a gun, and the female titan, you know, in the background, just jumps in, and you can see her fighting the Egaris. And the animation just went insane from here. Like, buildings are scattering. And, man, you see this um, OMD gear that they use. It's just, it's just one of the best things. Attack on Titan have, or should I say, one of the best tool they have for their fights, like the way they use them with the thunder spears, and how they are trying to just evade the armored and the female Titan. Which, by the way, I was kind of surprised that the female Titan didn't use any hardening. Like I don't know why. Maybe it's because she was hardened for like four years. <laughs> maybe she had exhausted her hardening, but. Like, I was thinking maybe we'll see something like, you know, those hardening abilities which she used in season one. You know, she was able to harden her nip. She was able to harden her hands and all those things too. But we didn't see it here. I'm sure Shark, that's useful for when fighting another Titan. Like, when you're fighting humans, you can do a lot more even without the hardening. But it was still something that I expected. But I didn't see it and... Maybe the next transformation, that's if Annie is still able to fight. Although we've seen her break down like at the end of this episode. But let me not get ahead of myself and come back to where we are. So, you know, with all this fight happening, we now see the Asma Vito engineers saying that it takes a whole day to service, to service the plane. <laughs> I guess that's what you get for like maybe old or new like because I don't think the technology and attack on Titan is 
that advanced because you can still see them using blims and the kind of weapons they use all those things but you can tell that it's that kind of maybe world war one level but you understand it's not something that advanced yet but they still have some decent technology so it takes maybe a day but with the right tools you know you can be able to service it in half a day which is still a lot of time but they have no other choice so with the whole rumbling happening they realize that yo if we we are to wait for half a day or even for three hours servicing plane you understand <laughs> the rumbling is still happening the match is happening millions of colossal titans will flatten the earth which i don't even know how the aftermath will be it will just be like giant footprints of colossal titans everywhere <laughs> like just imagine stepping out of the island and the only thing you see is just giant footprints of colossal titan to every corner of the earth like you go to that would be crazy and what will like how would it be to deactivate well i'm guessing maybe towards the end of the show or the next episode or the movie maybe anything they are planning because i heard there are still some more chapters like is it six so um i'm sure maybe we'll see um something relating to that but i'm just curious like how will it end will the colossal titan just go back into the water or will they form another wall who knows and apparently the colossal titans and even erin himself since they are able to match for days and cover a lot of gap and his intention is to you know travel the whole world that's to say um throughout this whole period he will remain a titan which is kind of crazy because in this episode general magat mentioned that you know their own titans can just remain titans for a few hours which i think they even showed something like that in season three of the show when Aaron was practicing with his own titan so there's a limited amount of time that he can transform and limited i think abilities to that you will have or duration that you could remain a titan but i think it's only the cat's titan that breaks that rule because i think the cat's titan said she could be a titan for months so which thinking of it it even sounds like in theory it sounds even longer than when the rumble will happen so yeah you have the cat titan but i'm not sure the cat titan will be very effective you know getting to erin <laughs> because erin is basically the founding titan and he still has the warhammer with him and he has his own crazy stuff happening mind games attack titan so he must have even seen <laughs> anything that's to happen <laughs> so coming back to the episode you know we are back to see by the way the title of the episode is retrospect and man one thing i love was the ost like they use so many classic osts even for like the female titan um ost the one we had in season one you know there are some other scenes to where they included osts of like you know previous seasons which was very very you know um interesting and soothing to listen to and just to enjoy with the whole show so we have the whole chaos happening in the background as babitona trying to that's the engineers and general magat and you know the rest they're trying to run to the ship everybody's trying to get to the ship 
but Flock and the Yegarists are still determined to take out everybody. And man, this is when Attack on Titan just went crazy. Like, it was crazy. I'm not sure I've ever watched an episode. Well, I'm sure I've seen episodes. That's the thing. <laughs> Let me correct myself. That's the thing I was saying with Attack on Titan. Like, it keeps getting crazier and crazier. So, we've seen episodes with long amount of fights. Where it's like, throughout this particular episode, it was just one craziness after the other, after the other. So, we have um, these engineers trying to run. And, you know, Rainer is protecting them. It's just cool to see all of them working together. You know, even the Jaegerists were all going for the Asmabito. And when they shot the Thunder Spear, Annie protected them. And, you know, it's not something that you see Annie doing. <laughs> like, the Annie we know, Annie of Season 1 was that ruthless Annie that killed a lot of scouts and even one-shot Erin. So, to see her protecting people now, you know, helping them to escape, like, trying to walk towards the common goal, it just shows you their motivation and drive to achieve what they are trying to achieve. And one cool thing, again, I would like to point attention to is when the thunder spears were shot at Annie and, you know, the explosion happened when her hand got blown off, when they showed Annie inside her titan form, you could actually see her hand, like, in the titan form, like, her real hand was somehow, was it dark red? I don't know if it got blown off, too. I'm not sure if it got blown off inside, like, her real hand got blown off inside titan, but... It just looked as if she took every damage and you could see it like in her titan you know in her titan i don't know what to call it inside her titan so um we come back to see the whole fight fight that is happening and yeager is you know even right now protected annie by the way um they shot a lot of thunder spares which they have a lot because they used a lot of thunder spares in this episode. It was thunder spare after thunder spare. You know, there was a time when thunder spares was like scarce resource. You know, in the first fight when they fought with the Amor Titan and Shiganshina, you know, they only had limited thunder spares to use. But in this episode, it was just one thunder spare after the other. Like they were even using thunder spares on people. <laughs> so. It was really, really, really crazy, man. But I, I loved it. I loved everything about this episode. Like, the emotions and, you know, Gabby and um, Falco. You know, that moment they had with Falco saying, if um, Galliard was here, he could have been able to do something. And Falco just determined to transform into the Jaws Titan. You know, it's something too that I also enjoyed seeing. And... If you listen to previous episode of the podcast, I mentioned it that man, it would be cool if we get to see um Falco transform into the Just Titan, which <laughs> they just took my words and this episode we have Falco. But before then, um the Cat Titan still had to bring Gabby and the rest of the um let me see the Avengers <laughs> to the ship. So the Cat Titan did her job. And the Cat Titan is very useful, you know, doing all the sneaking. And it's very, very handy to that the Cat Titan can speak. <laughs> so I think there's an ability to that. I think as a Titan, if you can speak, 
I think that's a good ability to have because not much titans can speak. They just can they just speak? I think they just can speak because Yemye tried to speak, but I don't think we've seen any other job titans speak. But I think Yemye did so too with Historia. But coming back to our episode. We have um reinforcements coming and then I was kind of scared for them when I saw the reinforcements coming because to see how they were using this thunder space and how they dealt with um Raina and um Annie that has been the female titan. Man, I was kind of scared for them that if this reinforcement should come in, then maybe this entire pot like, they will have to keep on fighting. You know, earlier in the episode, they were saying they had to hold the pot for at least a day. So, that meant, like, maybe they have to keep on fighting for, like, a day. Which would mean, like, multiple episodes of them slicing each other. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I heard there's only one episode left. And that is why people are also talking about the movie thing. So, I don't know. Maybe more news on that and we'll know how Attack on Titan will end. So, coming back... Coming back, man, we have um, Mikasa going nuts. But before Mikasa even came in, we have um, Connie defending the Amod and the female Titan. You know, after um, he brought Armin, Armin was shot in the chest. So, man, Armin survived. <laughs> I think he survived that. We got shot in the chest and in the mouth and other places too so um connie came in and connie went god mode on this yeagerist <laughs> which by the way i wasn't surprised for connie because i know connie wasn't seen if you remember season three when they fought in that um you know that christ style place where rodriguez was where they fought kenya and his other guys you know there was this scene with connie where he just did this quick move and was just lobbing heads off so <laughs> i wasn't surprised for connie but man i love the animation of this episode how they did connie's own like he went for multiple guys using even the i think it's in the springs or the wires that come out for combo attacks man connie is connie is good <laughs> i was looking on facebook i was scrolling to some posts and that particular scene a video was shared and the comment said connie Akaman. <laughs> so man yeah connie really went beast mode here i'm guessing he has survived this long so what do you expect like he's really good at it and he's a really strong soldier so yep our reinforcements they were coming in all of a sudden the train got blown off and i was surprised how that happened and i think towards the end of the episode two we didn't really get to know how it happened i don't know although when i get to the end of the episode we'll talk about that part but um this whole um scene where the train got blown up i didn't really like understood was like did he put explosive on the train tracks or how did it happen but i don't know um the reinforcements got taken out and when that whole chaos was happening that's when the Yegaris went in to finish off Annie, that's the female titan, and the Amor titan. 
So Kenny, um, I said Kenny, <laughs> Connie came in, did his God mode, and <laughs> you know, we also saw um Mikasa defending Connie because <laughs> after he sliced those figures, he was the primary target. So Mikasa came in to did some really cool spin moves and some action too, and Jin too was also there. Is it Jin Jan? He was also there too with his was his sniper weapon. But he was really effective. Like, he blew that lady's head off without hesitation. And, you know, after that scene, they said, if you hesitate, you can't stop the rumbling. And they had this slow motion scene of everything that was happening, blood everywhere. You know, it was at that moment, the first time when I saw that scene, I was just like, what am I watching? <laughs> Man... Attack on Titan is too good. Like, I'm happy I'm experiencing the show. And there are so many other shows too that I'm watching. And I'm sure I'll also post some comments too and just explain how I feel about them. But coming back to Attack on Titan, um, when that whole slow motion scene happened, that's when we saw Falco running with his hand in the sky. And we saw that beautiful transformation of the new Jaws Titan. And man, his design is nothing like we've seen before. He has the four on his body, like, you know, like the Beast Titan has. And not his entire body, but he has the claws. And he looks insane. He looks like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The mouth looks some like some kind of um bed, you understand. And with the claws again, which... which kind of looks i don't know but it has some kind of good looks to it with the claws and the mouth like his own jaws being in that shape and you know it's it's a really cool design so after we saw that transformation he just slapped some yegaris out of the wall and <laughs> you know flock was looking at the whole thing and just seeing how these guys like who were the who were their former comrades, just seeing them turn on each other, killing them, and they really did the animation well because you could see it in Flock's eyes. So many people were saying like they really had respect for Flock this episode. Just going through some comments, you could see that so many people appreciated Flock this episode because that scene, Flock versus the world. <laughs> Flock versus everyone. Man, it was insane. Flock Akaman. <laughs> so, before we get there, we see the Jaws Titan going bizarre, scattering everywhere. That's what pissed Flock up. And <laughs> when he, like, when he was in that despair, he just went insane. Damn it. And when that animation of Flock just. He started with going on that Jaws Titan, then deflecting Hanji's attack and even kicking her. I think he kicked her too. Like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> then, you know, going for the cat Titan and aiming for the ship. Man, Ken, um, I said, <laughs> I don't know what's up with Kenny. But, man, Flock really earned my respect this episode. I was really impressed 
with Flock this episode. Flock was the guy we saw who was crying in Shigashina. Now Flock is the person that's giving us this Gotia animation. I know like he's not the animator, but Flock is the reason we see this Gotia animation. <laughs> then kudos to Flock. He got shot and fell into the water. And I don't know why when his thunder spare hit the the water, like it just turned red. Like I I was thinking maybe it's because the scouts that's I mean the Yegaris, the people who must have died. Maybe that's the reason the whole place just turned to blood. But man, we got to see more blood because after Flock fell into the water, we saw the remaining Yegaris on the rooftop. Then we have Mikasa, the queen of death <laughs> with her blades slicing and lobbing everything in the way. Man, like she went up and personal with everybody with the swords. Like, imagine guys with guns. How many of them? Almost, like, five of them. And she runs through them and lobs everything in the way. <laughs> Man, Mikasa. Mikasa was too much. Like, I don't think we've seen anything as bloody as this. Like, person-to-person fighting in Attack on Titan like this episode. We've seen in previous episodes... But this episode was like a literal bloodbath. Because after Mikasa even thunder spared those guys, the blood rained down on her. So it was a literal bloodbath, this episode. Man, a lot of people died this episode. Man. But at the end of it, you know, the remaining Yegaris, like, they ran out of there after seeing Mikasa just going crazy and loving people without any remorse. <laughs> but... While they were trying to get back to the ship, we have our insane Joss Titan who is not yet used to his Titan form going insane and um, scattering everywhere. The Cat Titan tries to go in for the rescue, but you know, the Cat Titan is kind of <laughs> not strong enough to really pin down. Although she tried, she did her best because even General Magat said she should hold the Jaws Titan as Falco and she was able to grip him but initially Falco was like already biting the nip or like the neck of the Jaws Titan um, <coughs> of the Cat Titan but luckily General Magat came and he was able to pull out Falco from the Jaws Titan that's his first transformation so after that whole scene we pan out to see the destruction and the pool of blood, the dead bodies everywhere as they walked towards the ship. So, um, Oyakopon carried Falco to the ship and, you know, General Magat said he had to hold the fort or, I don't know what it is, but with mouse subtitles, he said he had to hold the fort. So, man... That was that for the episode, like for the action part. We had, although, although we still have some action part in the front, but, <laughs> you know, the ship sailed and everyone left and Jeremiah was left behind to clear out the rest of the Yugaris. Whilst he came back to do his own deed, we have Kit Shadis coming in and slicing up the Yugaris to attacking him. 
And Kitsaji's entrance too was kind of cool because he did the whole superhero landing too. As he <laughs> stretched out the sword. I also like the OG uniform he was putting on. <laughs> like the brown OG uniform. It was cool to see him wear that. Coming in for the rescue. So, after that, and by the way, I also want to mention that um, Commander Magat was also putting on the scout uniform. So, after that, they went into the ship. That's the ship that might go after them if they were to leave it. And he was there to light it up. You know. <laughs> He appealed to Kit Shadis, him and Shadis had this whole conversation of it's a good time to die. And, you know, just them talking about their actions and how siding with them will put the island at doom. But for Kit Shadis, by the way, he was the person in the, he was that silhouette I spoke about in previous episode. When someone was looking out the window as they were fleeing with Annie, and the rest of them so that warmed his heart and he was impressed so they had that whole scene and um <laughs> by the way i saw a post on facebook they called general magat and um kitshadis kiminonawa <laughs> what's your name tio magat kitshadis and that was a good outro for them everyone is dying and I don't know how the show will end. Maybe everybody will die. <laughs> because they are just butchering each other. Although I don't know how it will be towards the end. But man, I'm looking forward to that. So we have the gang fleeing on the ship as they headed out. And by the way, um, we had so many Annie and Mikasa moments throughout this episode. The first one when Mikasa was informing Annie in the female titan form that they had a change of plan. Then we also have the time when, after the whole fight, when they were moving to the ship, Mikasa was the person carrying Annie to the ship. And also on the ship, when um, Hanji was breaking down the news of, this is um, maybe their hometown has already been destroyed, or their hometown has been destroyed, Liberia. Just giving that a breakdown of what is happening and their hometown being destroyed, the entire Mali being destroyed. You know, we have this scene too with Anya Mikasa. And some people say shipping Anya Mikasa. Like, I don't know if I'll ship Anya Mikasa. Although they are a cool duo. Like, seeing them walking and fighting together and being like this, um, like, like close allies, you know. It just hits in a way that we, like, we all like to see. I don't know who are Annie haters because I've been seeing it online. They are calling some like those Annie haters. I don't know who hates Annie. <laughs> like, just watching this show, I like Annie. I like Mikasa. So I really love the Mikasa Annie moment. And after the whole thing, Mikasa was also asked the question again by Annie. Will you allow me to kill Eren? Like, will you stand by? You know, that, that whole scene just... This is a mission that they are carrying out, but they don't even know how to accomplish it yet. You understand? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crazy, man. And that's where our episode ended. And um, I don't know if 
the movie is going to be the next one or it's going to be an episode first before the movie which i heard it got postponed but yeah that sucks but man i don't like i don't know the reason because i know sometimes there might be some emergency reasons that lead to that whatever the reason may be like i'm a huge fan of the attack on the i wish i could watch the next episode just now self but <laughs> since we have to wait it sucks and yeah i'm looking forward to it so that's all for the episode um so many things happened so many cool osts classic osts and man i loved it 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 episode so thank you all for listening to this episode of black week podcast and don't forget to share the podcast if you enjoyed it i'm sure there are some people that watch anime too that you know if you should share this podcast with them and say take listen to this i'm sharing it with you they'll also enjoy it as you have so please share it with them they will appreciate you and they will appreciate the podcast don't forget to we have instagram page and follow the instagram page so that you stay updated and you will see some sharing that i do you know i like to do some share share there too there are some fan ads which i see on instagram all those fan ads all those anime comedies all those you know all those things that you will enjoy i'm sure you will enjoy them on my stories uh you can go and follow the page there and when you follow the page you can also follow the podcast on facebook and um we are too <laughs> on facebook also on tiktok too although i don't post much on tiktok there but i'm thinking of posting more on tiktok for the podcast but yeah i have all those accounts and you can follow the podcast on those places so thank you all for listening until the next episode of Blackwood Podcast. Bye-bye.